Cobbacy families, and welcome to the Cobbacy Evening Fireside Podcast. The Warriors and the Rovers are in their beds. The sun has gone down over the bunks, and it's time for you to find out what happened today. Each morning before the boys sleepily shuffle off to morning flags, blue sheets are put on each wooden breakfast table. They are the color of a main summer sky, and each boy and each counselor pours over those blue sheets to see what will happen today. And this is your blue sheet report about what did happen today. And just in case you were wondering... Today was cool. Actually cool. It was like 72 degrees. Pretty cloudy. No rain. A little tiny bit in the morning. And just ideal for the most intense day of action in Color War 35. Pretty much stayed that way all day long. It was awesome. This is your Blue Sheet Report for Day 5, the fourth full day of Color War. Started at 8 a.m. with a late reveille. 8.25 was the presentation of the Team Shields. My goodness. The Gray Tigers and the Blue Spartans. It's giant triangles. Maybe three and a half feet by three and a half feet by three and a half feet. Something like that. They're big. They get hung up in the dining hall eventually. And they are just awesome. They're massive. They're beautiful in general. And this specific set of two was resplendent. So, so good. You have the, you'll see pictures, I'm sure, but you have the, you have the Spartan, maybe on a, an ocean somewhere. And there's moonlight coming down from a moon with 2022 on it. And then there's shining on the waves. Excellent, excellent brushwork. The lettering on the Blue Spartans is, you know, sort of a Hellenic angled serif font. It's really cool. And then the breastplate and the helmet appear to be bronze. And it, the bronze, you know, bronze finish, shines in the light of wherever you are. So it looks like the moonlight is also on, it's on the bronze. It's something else. Of course, there's a spear. And of course, on the spear, a little bit of tiger. And then the... The tiger itself, the gray tiger shield, there is a gray tiger emerging, you know, stepping perhaps as if to attack, coming out of the bamboo. And the bamboo is three-dimensional, and so is the tiger's face. And now that I'm saying it, I realize that it's stepping out of the bamboo and <laughs> squishing a, a helmet for a unlucky Spartan. They're both really great, really good contrast. They're going to look amazing on the wall. They were just so good. And right now, sitting across me is one of the architects of these, because Tammy works on the shield. So I am just praising her shield right in front of her, and she's a little embarrassed. Okay, so after the the shields, I mean, there was an uh, audible exclamation as they, they unveiled them. Then we had a silent breakfast, and the captain spoke. That's the captains, not the generals. The oldest and, um, you know, 
most honored boy is called the, the captain. And they get to have one speech. They were both great. And then round 13 at 9.45, softball at Joey Field for group one. Group two had soccer. Three had combined soccer kick. Four had football. Five had softball at Bluey Field. Six had cross country. Seven had tennis. Eight had handball. Nine had volleyball. Ten had combined football kick. And then 11 had cross country. That was quite a race. Then for the second round of the day, but round 14 overall, 14 rounds of 11 contests. This has been epic. Number one had tennis. Number two had combined soccer kick. Three had soccer. Four had handball. Five had volleyball. Six had around the bases. So did seven. Eight had basketball. Nine had climbing archery and darts. Ten had around the bases at Bluey Field. And then at 11 was basketball. Silent lunch, followed by team photos, and then the modified skin the snake contest. Team photos are awesome. You'll see them up there too. And then skin the snake. Skin the snake is like a, it's an old game that I think was probably a backyard game at some point and made it into summer camps. Basically, you create effectively a tank track, like a treaded vehicle, a, ta- a, a tracked vehicle track, out of humans and they imagine the track rolling up that's basically what it is and they roll up off the ground and they have to race as a connected group of human beings across a finish line it's very difficult to explain it has a lot of technical details to it and it is a big deal and it's worth a lot of points then we had the rescheduled round one which was round the bases for groups one two three and four and then combined baseball throw for five Six had softball, seven had handball, eight had cross country, nine had around the bases, 10 had handball, 11 had climbing, archery, and darts, then a silent dinner, and then round 12, which just happened. But before we get into that, let me talk about the scores. At lunch, in a moment of, I don't know how many lead changes there have been, maybe three or four, at lunch, the scores were blue with a whopping 958 points for the blue Spartans, and then gray, 989, just a little ahead. In the middle of the morning, there are only nine points separating the blue and the gray, and then the gray pulled a little bit ahead. By the time we got to dinner, here was the score. Blue, 987, gray, 1047. A difference of 60 points. Is that a lot? Not really, not in Color War, but time is running out. That's before this evening's events. That's before the big basketball game that the Group 11 just played, and also before the scores landed from the evening round. So the numbers could be different at this stage, but it is close, close, close. And tomorrow there are tons of points on the board. This is still anyone's game. Mood-wise, momentum-wise, I would say that Gray looked tired yesterday. And Gray does not look tired anymore. And Blue looked triumphant yesterday. And today, Blue looks a little tired. But I just heard a rumor that as we speak, and as this is being recorded, Blue is winning the staff soccer game, which could be the wind in the Spartans' sails. Spartans sailed, right? Definitely. So... It's close, Cobbetsy families. It's real close. And that is your Blue Sheet Report for today. Day four. 
of Color War 35. It's a magnificent and busy thing to run Cobbacy, and each day I make it out of the office and into the breeze and sunlight of Cobbacy itself and spend time with your boys. Sometimes it's a game of knockout, sometimes it's watching an intercamp, and sometimes it's marvelous one-on-one -on -one time with a single boy. Those times are my favorite times. This is what I saw today. Legend has it that the camp director of Camp Tomahawk for boys in New Hampshire on Newfound Lake the former brother camp to Camp Wakasuda, a well-known camp out there also. Red Bogart was his name, and he went to an Olympics. Maybe it was the 1984 Olympics, maybe it was the 1980 Olympics, I can't quite remember. But there he saw Team Handball, and he thought, well, that looks pretty fun. And at least in my head, the legend then goes, he brought back a couple handballs, but maybe he just brought back the sport, to Camp Tomahawk, where a young Michael Griff Griffin was a... Sachem counselor and a basketball instructor. 1986, Camp Tomahawk disbands. And 1987, many of the staff from Camp Tomahawk come here and Camp Cobbacy is purchased by those migrant staff members and camp owners from Tomahawk. And that's how Team Handball made it to Camp Cobbacy. In fact, I was told the other day that the goals we are using for handball are the same goals that Red Bogart bought a million years ago for Camp Tomahawk. It's the same objects. You get close, you can tell they may have been around since then. They look like they're from the 70s. Nothing against that. I'm from the 70s. And so you have this awesome game. And just a couple years ago, we decided we're going to make it even more awesome. And we're going to have all the boys start playing it when they're little. So they can, when they got to Color War Travel Games, they could really get after it. And get after it, they did. I got to watch two games of Team Handball today, and they were both awesome. Team Handball is really fun. It's, it's basically like water polo, except you can run around. And so you have a couple dribbles, and you can pass it. There's basically a three-point line. It's called the crease. You can't be inside the crease on your feet. If you want to see something really cool, you should go look up Team Handball European Championship highlights, you'll see some of the most ninja stuff you've ever seen. There was definitely a boy who tried to shoot a goal today behind his back. There was a lot of catch and throws. There's a lot of cool stuff. It's just awesome to see the boys throw themselves into this sport that you don't see very often. You never see it on American sports fields. It's never on television here, but it's a compelling, awesome sport that the kids are obsessed with. And Nasher, Nathaniel Asher, has been spearheading the handball program, and it's been wildly successful, and the boys are really into it. So there are great handball contests all the way up and down today, and I got to see two of them. And the other thing I got to do today was ride herd over a and around the bases round, and that is our pure track meet. And you've heard me talk about this before, Copsy families, but I never, ever get bored of watching around the bases because, you know, say what you will about kids these days and technology and so on. And you watch around the bases and you realize the fire is still very much alive in the boys. They are going as fast as they can. They are running in their own way, meaning their own style. And some of them are lightning fast. And some of them aren't so fast relative to each other, but they know it's a team effort. 
and their faces are all contorted and they're breathing hard and they're going for it. There is no doubt about it. And I just find it optimistic that the boys will throw down their effort in such a way and they're blasting around these corners. They're, it's literally around the bases. And so, you know, as you are watching it, they take off and they head towards first and some of them haven't figured out the banana arc yet. So you want to curve as you go around that base. You can take the corner and they kind of have to do like a right around first and they take off and they realize they can't do that again so they go wide on second and really wide on third they're bringing it home and they come sailing by the, the crowd you have to keep pushing the crowd back so they don't get in the base path and they go right over to home plate and they fly over it if they're in the relay and they're not the last guy they got to hand off that that baton and then the next guy goes and you get to watch different running style after different running style and different speed level after different speed level but what remains constant is the effort and the ferocious competitive spirit. And I just never get sick of it. Tomorrow is the final day of Color War, unless we get some sort of tropical storm. And let me tell you what's coming up. We've got a few makeups to make up. We have tennis for uh, group four, basketball for seven, handball for eight, softball for nine, uh, some other ones, soccer around the bases for group 10, staff volleyball, then there's a silent lunch, and then the song and the skit and the cheer are all happening. The skit is worth 15 points, that's just straight up, you just get 15 points. The alma mater, one of the songs is 20, original fight song is also 20, and the team alma mater is also 20. Bunch of points on the board. And then we go to Tugs of War. Tugs of War. And that's just the way it goes for tomorrow, because we probably won't talk until this is over. And by talk, I mean I talk, and you guys press play. Um, is that there? we just go until Color War has been decided. And by that, I mean each of the age groups, 11 through 1, is worth 5 points. So if 11 beats, 11 blue beats 11 gray and tugs, that's 5 points that goes to, to gray, or to whichever time I said would win. And that just keeps going, and if the distance in, in points becomes insurmountable, then, Cob then the Cobbacy Color War is over. 35 is over. However, if you get to the end of Tugs and it is not resolved, and we're within, I think it's 50 points, then we go to Giant Around the Bases Relay. And that means that a whole bunch of kids from different ages, all the different ones, 1 through 11, run in one relay versus another. And the time is recorded. And then the next team goes, whoever goes fastest, full time, like just the amount of time it takes to go through the whole relay. Not average, none of that stuff. Well, then they win the whole enchilada. And so that is our little informal podcast for yet another glorious day at Camp Cobbacy for boys. Your boys will go to sleep tonight exhausted, ready for rest, with good counselors watching over them, nodding off, surrounded by their friends, Loons sounding on the lake. All is well in this place set apart.
and faithful true will be to you until we meet.